Welcome, listener. I'm going to say right off the bat that you must be a very brave soul because you are choosing to listen to this particular bonus episode of Faith, Finances, and F-Bombs. It's called The End of Football. Welcome to the Faith, Finances, and F-Bombs podcast, where we inspire you to manage your money, find your soul, and cover your ears. Join host Hartley Wright, a certified spiritual director, and Kevin Bartolacci, director of research and education at Sunvold Financial Investment Advisory Firm. Together, they hope to help you discover the benefits of enriching your life as they entertain one another, and hopefully you too. Well, it should certainly be very entertaining because we've got, uh, among the two of us, one of us is anti-football, and the other is not the football enthusiast he used to be. Or maybe I should say once was. So you're going to hear a conversation where two guys may or may not know what they're talking about. Uh, They do a little bit, but uh, some of the commentary just might be enjoyable. Thank you for listening. We're glad you're here. Hope you enjoy the episode. And we're going to get straight to it and bring you right into the conversation as it began before we pulled it out of a previous episode and placed it here for this exclusive conversation. Please note as you listen that this conversation is taking place after the college football playoff had happened in 2024 and while the NFL professional football playoffs were in progress. I don't remember how long ago it was. It must have been as the college football championships were finishing up. Yeah, it was a day before the national championship. Okay, I think. so Will, is his name Leach? Leitch? He's an author. He's a sports columnist. He wrote this article. You guys can pull it up online. And he said in his article... This is the end of college football as we know it. And then he talked about why he was making that statement. Now, I'm not a college football fan, haven't been for a decade or more. You are. I wanted to get your opinion on that if you had a chance to read it, what you thought about his... We're expanding the playoff system. That, that was... Some if, people if think... If I understood his take correctly, that is just a symptom of what he considers the end of college football. His proposition in the article is this. For those of you who don't follow, like me, there was a team that was left out of the championship that was undefeated, and they were pissed about it. Right. Florida State? Is that right? Florida State is is correct. So the argument came down to the decision makers are picking teams based on television revenue and what type of profitability they're going to generate. And conferences. Conferences have the most to do with it because they have the biggest contracts. So there's really essentially going to be two power conferences. I know we talk about the power five, Mm -hmm. but we've got... Uh, was it the Pac-10s breaking up? Yeah, the Pac-10 is no more. They don't exist. Or is it the Pac- Wait, is it the Pac-12? Well, whatever it I think was. it's the Pac-12. Pac-12. Pac-12 is no more. And Oklahoma and Texas are moving to the SEC. Uh, yes, Texas A&M has been in for a couple of years already. They were with us, right? They were originally. Oklahoma and Texas. Listener, by us, he means Missouri. Yeah, we're, sorry. We're, at, we're in the we went community the of the flagship the University of Missouri. We moved to the SEC, and we were in, 2012. in the Big We were in the Big 12, which included Oklahoma and Texas. Uh-huh. Now they're coming back. To well, the I SEC. shouldn't say come back. We'll now be playing They will again, be playing in, we'll the be in the same SEC, yes. So his, his take on it was all of this is all about revenue. It is. A lot of athletic directors are not athletic people. They're fundraisers. That's true. That's true. 
And uh, a lot of the people in charge of these conferences are not academics. They are it's all media about revenue. personalities. Or not personalities. They have a media background. Yeah, it's all about revenue. All about revenue. It's all about revenue. He also proposed with the new expanded playoffs that what you really are creating is a minor league for the NFL. Now, he didn't say whether that was good or bad. Right. He said, this is the way it is. We got NILs. We've got transfer portals that just seem like kid- I think the, he goes. I think the transfer portals is what's killing college football. I'll put killing in air quotes. Yeah. So all these things are happening within the college football. And he, he was talking about back in the day, and young people always hate it when older people like us say that, right. back in the day. But he said, there's no allegiance anymore. You're going to pick who's on TV and who's winning. Right. And we got a guy in my office that's an Alabama fan. I'm like, oh, did you, go, did you live in Alabama? Nope. Did you go to school there? Nope. Just a, Why an Alabama yeah. fan? Well, because they win. Yeah, that's very true. But now these guys are all in. I mean, they make a trip to an Alabama game. They live here in Missouri. They they go to an Alabama game every year, at least one. Uh, they're they're fortunate if Alabama happens to come here and play, so they can catch that one. But right. they love Alabama. They they're tuned into the spring games. They are paying attention to who's committing and who's transferring out. I mean, they're all over it. They know all this stuff. Right. They get announcements on their phone when it's National Signing Day. I mean, but they never lived in Alabama and never went to school. If that happened with this group of people, it's going to be even more prominent in future generations as part of what Will was saying. Do you think Will has a point or not? I think he does have a point. I've been in the school of thought that college athletics have been changing and moving toward a shift to where money is the power over everything else. Mm -hmm. I read an article in The Atlantic in 2010, I think it was, that the perspective that the author took was saying that we need to move to a place where we pay players. Mm -hmm. And he was making a good case for it. That created a lot of tension for me because at the time we weren't doing that and there wasn't any writing on the wall. Well, they weren't getting paid. Yeah, and, and I didn't, um, well, and, and, part of, and part of how they were getting money was part of his article. And he said, it's going to be a better system all the way around if we just do this. Mm -hmm. And I was moving against that. Then within a few years, I thought, no, this could be better. What really troubles me is what should be considered something of an American pastime. Baseball certainly would probably be number one, but sports in general, yeah. the major, the major sports, unfortunately they're men's sports, baseball, football, basketball, They've taken so many shifts. Basketball shifted in their rules and how they do certain things that it's not as much fun to watch that anymore on the NBA side. Yeah. Baseball has made improvements. Like I would think most people did not like the uh, time. The pitch clock? Yeah, the pitch clock. But you were you were one of the first ones to chime in and say you love it. It makes the game go quicker, yeah. which is a good sign that a lot of quote-unquote old-timers aren't that resistant. And the universal DH was another one that was, yeah, as we've talked about before, just Make it the same both leagues. Right. I mean, either get rid of the DH or make it make it universal. Yeah, National League. I, I think these shifts are. I just don't like the way they're heading because it's not promoting sports in a healthy mindset anymore. And this last week, well, within the last couple of weeks, is a great example on the National Football League. For the first time ever, they basically blacked out for most people. I heard a that. wild card game. Yeah. It was a Kansas City Chiefs-Miami Dolphins game that was exclusively shown on a streaming channel that you had to subscribe yeah, to. Yeah, I heard that. Now, that in particular, I did not like. I think that's where, and again, it's all about revenue. It's oh, all about absolutely. money. Yeah. This is the time when the casual and the uh, fringe football fans begin to watch 
they don't watch football all, all year long. They don't really pay attention, or they're just right. in, they're indifferent. Unless but when the playoffs you're a Taylor are on, Swift fan. yeah, yeah. But when the playoffs are on, they watch all of the playoffs games. And now we've created this scenario, and they, you know, they announce it like they they always made anytime they promoted it, it's like for the first time ever. And I'm like, don't say first time if you think there's going to be more, and there's probably going to be more. There will, and be. I don't like that because what that's doing is pushing out the people who appreciate the sport. That are not sports fans. Yeah, I got Does it you. make sense what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. So this this could be you. You're never going to watch an NFL Probably pro not. game. Well, we've talked about me only following one sport really anymore, and it's still baseball. But I dropped out of the NFL and NBA and college sports. Really, the nail in the coffin for me is when Mizzou went to the SEC. Right. I remember that. I'm like, I'm I done. remember specifically. That's when you. That is so clearly all about the revenue. You guys can make up all the stories you want about the SEC recruited us to raise the uh, academic standard because we had such good numbers on whatever that AAU right. metric was, and they needed us. The SEC needed our acad- our student athlete academic record, correct, to help their conference. That's correct. But we really wasn't for academics for MU because we already had right good academics. We had the good. Well, academics. we got out of it was we, we raised. We went the whole to conference. a power conference and we could finish that we can't compete the in bowl yeah. and still get more money than we would have got in the old Big Eight, right. Big Twelve if we went to a bowl. Right, that's, exactly. That's clearly what it was. And to say anything else, I thought was dishonest. No, it wasn't. And it, it was always it, it pissed was always me off revenue. enough. I said, "I'm done." And people were like, "But you went to MU." Yeah, I did. Yeah. I graduated from there. I've lived here my whole life. But I couldn't give a rat's ass right. if I ever see another MU event. And, and since I, then, you've seen like four. No football games. I think I've been You had to, one basketball game last year, which wasn't your yeah, choice. But it, no. And I went to one other when John Sumble got inducted. Right. And I think I might have seen one other one. What about baseball games? Been to one. So that would be four. Yeah. Uh, be I've four. also been to women's volleyball twice, at least so, twice. Yeah. So let's say I've been to six events in 12 years. That's being generous, probably. Out of all the sports that they have that are right in my backyard. Listener, I'm a, I'm a Mizzou season ticket holder for football and basketball. I dropped basketball. I can't remember if it was in the Frank Haith era or if it was before that, but have they were starting to get, they were starting to struggle quite a bit. And our kids were getting older and their sports were keeping them from being able to attend. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for Kelly and I both to go. So we dropped our tickets. And then this year I decided to get them back and they looked like they were going to be good and they <laughs> Totally Oops. suck. Back to the football. I, I don't know what it would take for me to watch again. As we've talked about, time goes faster, you get older. Right. And I'm so conscious of every single hour in the week. Right. That I just can't personally justify watching nine hours of football on Sunday. Right. Yeah. I just do other things. Yeah. Because I'm running out of time, people. Well, and it has to do with value, and it has to do with what's life-giving, what's not life-giving, and that's... I totally get that. Kelly used to watch football all day on Sunday. She really loves football. She really loves college football. And we're a football family, so we watch a lot of football. But this year, Kelly, part of one of her value statements was, I want to watch less football so I could have more life-giving things. She could watch football, and it didn't have a negative effect on her. So I've worked with people in spiritual direction where... We've had to talk about it's not good for you spiritually to watch football all day because you're too involved in the games. Got it. Forget fantasy points. Forget betting. Forget all of that. You get too emotionally involved in the games that it really affects who you are and who yeah. and your spirit. Okay. Um, that wouldn't be Kelly's case. It was just a matter of how she's going to spend her time. Yeah. So I, I totally get that. Did Why the NFL it? avoid having a division champion that had a losing record this year? They did. 
but it was it was close. It was close. There were a there couple were, that looked like they were going to be some eight and nine their records that won the division, but they managed to no, go it, nine and it eight. It managed to go nine and eight. Okay. Now here's what's interesting: there was a nine and eight wild card team that made it into the divisional round. Yeah, I think it, it must have been around week fifteen or sixteen. I was looking at it, and there was probably sixteen because they were seven and eight. And I yeah. was looking at it, I was like, oh my God, there might be two divisions right. that have an eight and eight or a seven and nine yeah. winner. It's like bowl games for me in the NFL or the right. NCAA. It's like, right. okay, you can win your bowl game and end up six and six. When you were talking about the article, you mentioned the Power Five schools, mm-hmm. Power Five conferences. Power Five conferences. There was a one or two bowl game, and I watched, a, I watched several bowl games this year. There were a couple of bowl games where five win teams got in. Yeah. But it was because they were from a Power 5 conference. Correct. The whole system just requires that Correct. so many Power 5 schools are represented. That's right. And, and I just think there ought to be a rule that if you win your bowl game and you still don't have a winning record, you should not be allowed to be in the bowl game. Yeah, that, you know, if you get in at 6-6 six and six and you win your 7-6, okay. But if you win the bowl game and you're still below 500, you shouldn't be allowed in. Yeah, I was, I'm not sure how I felt about the 6-6. Six and six. I accepted the 6-6. Six and six. Well, you had to because there's so many bowl games. Right. There's not enough teams that have winning records. Right. But, you know, I thought seven and five. But, you know, when I was a kid, like when I was a small, small kid, there were only like four bowl games. Well, there were four five. that mattered. Yeah. <laughs> if there were others, we didn't really know about them. No. Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Those are your big ones. Yeah. Yeah, now there's like well, there's 29, I think, something like that. I'll bet there's more than 30. There might be. I can't. I did a blog on it. Not a blog. uh, It was a Kevin's commentary years ago where I wrote about it. And there was like 110 division 1A schools. Right. And they needed to fill like 70 something spots for all their bowl games. It's like, come on, do the math. You're going to have some teams that are going to lose, losing records are going to be in these. Don't you think that the college football bowl series is going to end up with 32 teams? I, I, I don't know. I know. I don't know. There's they're be, expanding it. There's going to be people bitching because Florida State. Right. Hey, we're undefeated. How can we not be in the picture for the championship? I've got mixed feelings about that because if I were a Florida State player, when the season wound up, before they made the announcements, I would have been telling all of my teammates, we're not going to be in. Because you got to understand the system. It's all about the revenue. It's all about the revenue. And it has been for some time. And people who understood the system said, FSU isn't going to make it. Right. And... You know, they didn't. Then the governor tried to sue and said, <laughs> you know, of it's course crazy. Did. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. well, we beat that horse to death. I we just, sure did. I just want to know what you thought of Will's article and uh, not being a football fan at this stage of my life. I thought, eh, I don't care what they do. But I just wonder what right. someone who cares thought. It has an effect on me. I, I just, um, in some ways, it's getting more challenging for me to watch with joy. Mm. The pro game too. Take Thursday night example for an example. First of all, I never liked that they put in a Thursday night game. I don't think you get good quality games. From the time they announced it. I'd already stopped watching by then. Right. But by the time they announced it, I said, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. You just don't, just the way that the schedule works for players, it's just you're never going to get a good quality game when you have those. So I didn't like the Thursday night game being proposed and being played anyway. But now they've moved to a network on a streaming service. I guess you would still call it a network. They've moved to a streaming service permanently for Mm-hmm. Several years on contracts. Yep. And there were many games that I watched where where there were some players who weren't getting as much money for that it. game as the broadcaster. Yep. Oh, um, any feelings about Nick Saban and Bill Belichick's retirement? Um, Nick Saban, when you were talking about uh, the the uh, portal, I did want to throw in there that 
um, in the last few days, there have been a record number of Alabama players that have entered the portal. Shocker. So that tells you something about either their loyalty to Nick Saban or their feelings about the future. Mm-hmm. I think it was time for Belichick. Belichick's probably going to go somewhere else. He's probably going to oh, really? go he's somewhere else. Yeah, he's not he's 71 he's, or 2? Yeah, he's, he's had a second interview, I think maybe today. Oh, wow. Second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. Well, you're talking probably about two renowned coaches right. that essentially, I don't want to say quit, let's call it retired. They retired at the same time. Yeah. After Belichick tremendous a, success at their respective positions. Yeah. A lot of people in the professional media, a lot of people would, were had like quite a bit of surprise with Belichick. So if he goes back into an NFL position, that really doesn't back up my point that those two legends finally said, this is changed to the point where I won't be part of it yeah. anymore. Now, I do think that would be the case with Saban. That's the way I read the article. I think Saban is really fed up with the system and he's fed up with how Saban does not like the changes that have been made. He doesn't like the system that that is in place now. Yeah, that's a big frustration for him. It'd be hard to coach. Yeah, the college system has a lot of flaws, and that that's one of them. And Saban felt it, and he was very public about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, be interesting with their their sorry, say their franchise, their program. <laughs> yeah, it'll does be interesting. In the next ten years. Well, I don't know if we delivered the goods on our promise that it would be entertaining, but you're still here, and we thank you for that. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Please join us again for our next regular episode of Faith Finances and F-Bombs. Well, you know what the music means. It indicates the end of an episode. And this was a special episode because it's one in a series that's being dropped and published uh, a few multiple ones this entire week. So if you are a subscriber to this podcast, you received a notification when this was published, and I'm guessing you got to around to listening just as soon as you possibly could. So we thank you for that, and we want you to know that because of our long hiatus, we are dropping another episode tomorrow. So you want to look for that notification to hit. And if you don't receive notifications, there's a chance that is probably true because you don't subscribe. So if you listen to this show and you like the show, then subscribe to us. Give us a review on your favorite podcast platform. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to the next. Thank you very much and enjoy your day.